Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are watching, and I mean, you'll probably even be able to tell in just like our spirits. Mm -hmm. So connected. Physically. Oh, we're touching hands. <gasps> your hands are really warm. That's because they were like oh, in your. They were pants. not in my cooch they or in my cooch. pants. They were between my thighs, which also doesn't sound any better. I mean, <laughs> I understand. I understand. This is our first official podcast where we are back together physically in person. Back, 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 back again. again. And uh, Shady's back. Mm-hmm. Slim Shady. Yeah. Tika tika. That's him. Yeah. Oh. Slim Shady. Shady's back. Back again. again. Get mm-hmm. Slim Shady Eminem. 
Tell your friends, yes. That is Eminem. Guess who's okay. back. Guess who's okay. back. Got it, Guess got it, got it, back. got it, got it. And if you are watching on video, um, there's just something you might <sighs> notice or, uh, or see. So, yeah. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. And that's the only teaser I think we're going to give. Yep. If you're on Patreon, you can see it. Yeah. If you're part of our Patreon group where you get to see the live shows, you might see it tonight. This is this will be after. Oh, I forgot we're doing that tonight. Yeah, we're probably only gonna be able to do one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do we what is wrong with me? <laughs> ah well. We also did have have kind of just also sat here for like 45 minutes and I played you all of the songs from the playlist songs that excite the white folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as someone that grew up around the white folk, then I knew a lot of them. And as a member of the white, as a white folk, folk <laughs> what's a single for folk? Folk, you can still say folk. As a white folk, I can... Why are you saying I'm it excited. like a Midwestern, like... Folk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As I was saying, I was like, folk. 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 Yeah, you did it. It's a weird word. I don't folk. want to think about it too much. Folk. Yeah, that's folk. fine. But, nope. Okay, okay. No, I don't want to say it again. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, I didn't really give a full intro. This is Don't Blame Me. We are an advice podcast. And we give, uh, you guessed it, advice. Life-changing. Wow. Fantastic. Amazing. Wonderful advice. You call in, leave us a voicemail, and we change your life with one dick joke at a time. That's what you know. That is the official sound of what a dick. Mm-hmm. That's what a dick makes. Mm-hmm. That's the sound a dick makes. Um, and oh, I'm Megan. You are Melissa Diamond Monts. Do you have anybody with? I was no. I was going to ask. What are your sisters' middle names? Megan, Dion, Denise, formerly Monts, now Mayfield, and Melanie D'Angela, formerly Monts, now Watson. She messed up the M's. Whatever. Wow, that's so. Ugh. I'm just because I, I knew you were all MD, MDM mm-hmm. and I'm like I was trying to figure out if they were other like stones and then I couldn't think of any no, other ones besides no, diamond stones oh I love it you know, my, mom's, a good job. my mom's a little narcissistic with the last one D'Angela is oh my D'Angela. god I didn't even <laughs> think about it Angela I mean yeah I wouldn't there's no way I could do that with Megan I, but like that if yeah. it works and do then it Melanie her last child also middle name is d'angelo as well hey continuing on i mean <laughs> men have ever named their son yeah junior 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 mm-hmm. well if you want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com recorded on your phone and uh for both ways of sending in voicemails or voice memos got to keep it under three minutes we ask that you write it down to prepare what you're going to say and you can time it out make sure you're exactly under three minutes it's really like a long time it's not it's not hard to stay under not at all got to be agent over have your parents permission and let us know your pronouns what else do we ask that's it that is that that Mm -hmm. is it yeah write it down in practice that's really what we care about and then you won't forget any important details because we don't need to know if you are a Scorpio unless you have so much extra time and 
most likely we don't really need to know. No. It, the fun of it was Megan guessing, but now people yeah. are just telling. So it's like, whatever. And I know nothing about a lot of the other signs. No. I just like care. As a Leo, my love of astrology is like myself. I know about my sign just because it's straight up me. Mm-hmm. And then yours because of you. Because and I then talk about Capricorn because of you, because mm-hmm. you talk about Mott. Uh-huh. <gasps> uh, well, I guess we can get into... The first one. This is so exciting to be in person. I know. I'm just going to stare at you all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's get into the update. So I originally called because I had questions on whether or not I should tell my guy best friend that I still had feelings for him um, after we took a trip, um, like a solo trip together. Um, mm-hmm. And I listened to the call again before this just to see like what I said and what y'all said. And, um, I ended up like the day that it came out, um, and I heard the advice, I was like, okay, I got, I got to tell him, I got to do it. Like I'm going to like blow up my life right now. And then my, I told my friends about it and they're like, okay, just like wait, like wait a day, see how you feel in the morning, like how you feel about it. And so the next day, um, I still felt the same way. I was like, I got it. I got to say something. So I took the advice of telling him but also like saying that I was going to take a break from the like relationship and I really liked that because it made me like it didn't make me feel as vulnerable like mm-hmm. it kind of made me feel empowered because I was like I'm still like in control of this situation um and I don't know what I was expecting but he took it better than what I was expecting he was just like okay like I understand um you know stuff like that so the update more of that is, um, so we didn't talk for a couple of weeks. Um, and then I like muted him off of social media. Um, I took him off of my private Snapchat story. I deleted our text thread. Like I did everything. And, um, and then he messaged me on the day of my graduation and just said like, congratulations. Like, I'm so proud of you, all that stuff for like graduating. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Like it was really short conversation. Um, and then I moved. So I'm like in my own apartment now. It looks very it's cozy. So cute. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, in a different, completely different state. Um, and I hadn't talked to him since I, since he texted me on my graduation and then he randomly like sent me money for coffee, like a couple of days after I moved and I texted him. I was like, what is this for? He's like, I just wanted to let you know that like, I'm so proud of you, blah, 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 things like that. And so like, it's always, the conversations that we've had have been really short, but he's initiated it. So okay. I, I guess that means he's not like freaked out by me. Like, I guess having a major crush on me or uh, crush on him since like I was 19. Um, <laughs> but I think now that like I've come away from it and from like the relationship, I realized like it was basically all in my head, <laughs> but like, I still, <laughs> I still I've been really there. Care. I've been there. Yeah. I still really care for him. And I think he's a great friend and I do want to like stay friends with him. And I think the one thing that like I romanticized was that I think him as a person is what I would look for in a person as a relationship, but we just like, don't click that way, which I mean, I've had to like come to terms with before. And I guess I still like was harboring some of those feelings. Um, but even though like, I don't know, we're still good friends though, I guess, cause he still talks to me. So <laughs> I guess that's a good sign. He's um, sending you money. But, yeah. Yeah. He sent me money. That was so unexpected. I was like, 
I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so I texted him. He was like, I just want to let you know that I'm so proud that's of you. And sweet. I was like, that is, okay, yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Were you annoyed at all? Like when he like, cause I, I think you have such a good, it makes sense that like this, not that it was like all in your head or whatever, but like you, we romanticize people and like, he's like the alternate reality version of the person you would want to end up with. And so like, you kind of yeah. just put him in that spot for the time being, but do you have like, yeah. I mean, I guess you, you guys are such good friends. You don't have any ick at all now. Like now that you're gone and separated from the situation, like do you have any ick or it's just like, Oh, full friendship. No, I don't have any ick. I think right now I don't have any ick. If I were to like see him in person again, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I'd kind of just be like, I'm just going to keep my yeah. distance just so I don't like fall into anything again. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I definitely think that like, I still would like to be good friends with him. And I think we still are good friends. Like nothing's like, he didn't seem to be angry or like wanted to like, yeah. distance himself or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just like, I think it was just, it was just the brain. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! What this is a good this a good is result. This is great. <laughs> good result. Yeah. Hell yeah! Did um I have a question though? I think yes. you mentioned that when you guys went on the trip, you were acting coupley. You said that right? Um, what yeah. was what did you mean by that? It was like I don't know. It, so I thought about this too because um I think Melissa, I think you said this. It was like if you were to if I were to switch it out with someone else and go on the trip, would it be the same? And I feel like for me, it would be different. Like it'd be a completely different trip. But for him, if he were to switch me out with someone else, Mm. um, it would be like the same thing. And it was like, we weren't like cuddling or anything, but we're always like close. Like Mm -hmm. we're, cause we are, we are close. So we're always just like, you know, like close. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, (laughs) yeah. And those like, like chase, actually, no. <laughs> like glances yeah. and I would die. Yeah. I know. I would die. I'm I'm happy for you. And you have like, you know, new place, like new city, like all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And now like new people to date. Mm-hmm. New crushes. Yeah. Oh, I love new crushes. Me too. That's so fun. And you're like, oh, oh butterflies, like, are they gonna text me? Like, oh, that's the best part. Yeah. I haven't done that in so long. So that's that's what I'm you hoping just, for. You just graduated <laughs> from college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah it's new now you're entering into adulthood crushes oh it's yeah funny. it's fun well, Those... i start my job next week mm-hmm. so don't yeah. crush on anybody at work oh no as somebody there's who... no one too so that's good okay Great. as someone who did older. that don't do it <laughs> don't do it yeah. it's stressful they're... yeah yeah they're all way older or women so okay perfect great. <laughs> absolutely perfect well thank you so much for giving the update um this yeah. is great this makes me, me feel too. like we're starting off on I such know. a good foot i'm, I'm like, smiling <laughs> thank you of course have a fantastic day and thanks for listening to the podcast and everything thank you of course y'all are amazing <sighs> and i love love <laughs> that makes you. us happy welcome <laughs> have all a right. good one have a good day bye. you too bye. bye great update love it Absolutely love it. Did mm-hmm. not think it would go it went this well. way. And then you found out you don't actually like the person. That is like, that's the, that's the real shit. That is what happens. And that is like mm-hmm. the big, people always talk about like, what's the biggest issue of, or like the pitfalls of like liking a friend. It's actually, I don't think it is actually like ruining your friendship if you break up. I think the issue is, is think not actually like liking them. Cause mm-hmm. like it clouds it so it fucking clouds much. It. And then you also like, I feel like when you like someone a lot and you're trying to hide your feelings, you're never your true self around them anyway. 
So you're always like trying to put like your best foot forth plus trying to flirt, but also trying to hide. Yeah. And so you're not going to be yourself as it is. So no. Yeah. As somebody who is really only my very all my serious relationships were all with people I was friends with first. But like, yeah, it is like it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But I've you know, we've we've all been there where we think we like someone. Then you tell them. Mm hmm. She took time, which I th- think is smart. I think it is, too. Um, and, you know, you're like, I actually don't. Yeah, you're f- just a really good friend. Yeah. And it's probably proximity. But thankfully, mm-hmm. he didn't have feelings for her. And then you don't figure out that you don't like them. I think he does now. At that point. I, I didn't want to say it. I low-key think that, too. I, well, she's going to listen to this now yeah. and then be like, bitches, why didn't you fucking say that to me? Because she's in such a good place. I don't want to. Yeah. It. The money thing. Yeah. It's the money thing. Mm-hmm. Also, just popping up and checking in. I know, and like the, the, also, what I was doing, going through in my head because I was like, sounds like he likes you, but at the same time, like I'm like, would I do that with my? Would I find it weird if like my guy friends did that or I did that too? And I would say no, but was with he the conversation? That's what I'm, but like if the conversation wasn't there, like if I were him, I would be like so conscious of everything I'm doing to like not give the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm like, so are you trying to give the yeah. hint that you're in? Or are you maybe just, you aren't thinking about that. We'll see. We will see. But she's moved anyway, so. Yeah. Cute apartment, too. Yeah. Very so cute. cute. We should have asked for a tour. Should have asked for her pillows, because that couch I, looked comfortable as fuck. Oh, my. And the, that, that, the, 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 what, the yellowy ones? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I loved them. Yeah. We should have asked. I was going to ask if the plant was real, too. Mm. Hi, my name is Melissa. Um, so I am 24 and I got out of a relationship on literally March 5th, 2020. So the timing of that, we broke up and then went straight into quarantine and I basically didn't leave my house for a year. Um, so obviously that was a pretty difficult time to be coming out of a breakup because I couldn't just go out and like hook up with other people and get over him, whatever. So it took a really long time for me to finally get over him and you know I thought forever like I'm never gonna love anybody else um but then finally like a month and a half two months ago I met this guy on Hinge and he was the first person that I've had any feelings for since my ex like he he clicked immediately he's the first person that I could ever like see myself dating again since my ex um, and things have been going really well between us. We're both vaccinated, so, you know, we've been seeing each other safely, et cetera. Um, and I don't, I just have a big crush. I like him a lot. But I hate the face that he makes when he comes. Like, he looks, this is so evil and mean to say, but like, I hate the face he makes and the sound he makes when he comes. And it makes me like so turned off during sex and I don't know what to do about it because I like everything about him I really I I like him so much and he's the first person that I felt this way about in such a long time but I really like the sex thing is starting to drive me crazy what do I do (laughs) I mean I candidly I think that you probably don't actually like like him this much. Like this is like I think this is like an ick. And for me, when I get an ick, I'm out. Like I don't work through icks. But the other 
thing is maybe maybe it's the more mature thing to work through an ick and you just close your eyes and listen to music that was but i was gonna say you can close your eyes but it's the Mm -hmm. noises so like have you already i'm taking it you haven't got off by this time because i feel like if you've if you've already gotten off then it doesn't matter what noise you make because you're already done but if he's taking you out of the moment and you can't be like you're completely thrown off and like dried up because of the noises that he's making then that's where the issue comes in i wish we knew the noise in the face because i mean i'm like that's what he's doing (laughs) he just turns into like (laughs) land before time like it's because like i will say like i've like hooked up with guys like guys or whatever that like it's fun like i can laugh like not laugh at them, but like it doesn't take me out of it or make me like less attracted to them. But it's like, huh, like oh, that's a loud noise or that's like a startling. But I would have to assume it's really bad because yeah. like there's no offense if there's any people with penises watching. Um, there, I don't. The spectrum of what it is like it. If it's like so insane that like it makes you like so turned off and it's so out of the norm, that has to be it has to be awful. Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. But I just think that I don't know. I think maybe you like like him a lot more on paper and in theory than you do like practically. And cause this to me would ruin all of sex. And then you are just because you know it's coming yeah literally mm-hmm. do you know what i mean though like it seems like no i think maybe because you can really like someone like you can like them and then they could be bad at sex you know what i mean or you can like really like someone and they just make weird noises or like you just got get annoyed because of the way they chew their food but yeah. do you still like them you could yeah like, is the sex good? That's what I wonder. That's I think that's a big part of it that we're missing. Like, is it is the sex like good enough that it's worth it? And it doesn't seem like it is. No. And this seems like I get like the, you know, you get annoyed with your partner. Like there's certain things or whatever that you're like, oh, my gosh, stop. Mm-hmm. Like gross. But that's it's not really that early on. Yeah. And like any time that there's like a big ick really early on to me, I'm like, this might just be a sign that you're not that into them or like this isn't it. And this isn't a f- like, like a f- character flaw. It's literally the definition of an ick. Like this isn't, hi, I don't want you to do this. This is like an unhygienic or problematic thing that you're doing. It's, I don't like the sound. The that- sound that you make when you come, or the face that you make. The face, like I said, that's easy. I'm picturing it like... <laughs> Like his tongue, <laughs> like his tongue comes out and yeah. it curves. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, gotta uh, explain to, to the, the podcast. Yeah. So, um, think of the SpongeBob face that he does, where he's like catching butterflies. He's like, <laughs> where like the lips are pursed, the tongue is out and curved upwards. That's what I'm thinking. And you had your head thrown back a little. Well, bit. yeah. Or is it weird if he's like, <sighs> I'm just like in different positions. Maybe he just hits it from the back. Yeah, and you put in. I, I don't know. Is the sex worth the noises and the... Because you can't change that. You cannot say anything. Like, that's like... 
Unless he's like putting on a show. You put your hand over his mouth when you know he's going to come stuff something. What if you're really kinky? Put a ball gag in his mouth. And then, because I don't know what, it could be a gutter, like it comes from the back of his throat. Because then that doesn't help. But like if it's something else, you know, get a little kinky and put a ball gag in there. And unless he's doing something real weird with his eyes. That fix is kind of both. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine it's like the eyes are heavily involved and it's a guttural noise. I'm like, then you're you got to put the whole mask on. You've seen those like leather masks. <laughs> I die, <laughs> die, die, die. Yeah, you just have to decide if this is this is the is the sex worth. What's better, mm-hmm. the sex or you know what I mean? Like everything else. Yeah, you got to pick and pick and choose because it's. But yeah, it should be like, yeah, I don't know. Like that also like kind of ruins it. Cause like when you get someone off, you're like, yay, great. This is hot. Awesome. Go me. But imagine like the anticipation of like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Um, but we would love if you could, I mean, obviously give us an update, but if you could specifically maybe so- slide a photo into our DMs of you recreating the face mm-hmm. and, and a voice memo, mm-hmm. an audio message on Instagram. Mm-hmm with uh, the, the noise or sign into our email anything please let us know we would love to uh, know what it is and then we can give everybody an update oh speaking of email this has nothing to do with this call and i haven't told you about this but this girl keeps sending us she has this long story talking about how she likes us or whatever i didn't read it because it's like 10 million paragraphs but there's a dick pic in it well, what? And she didn't ask. And she sent it twice because I think she thought I didn't see it the first time and I ignored it. But she sent the exact same email twice. And it's not the dick pic. No, it's a different. But I didn't know there was a dick pic in there. And see, that's so, not fair. That's not fair. If dick pics, you have to ask. When she showed me that weird dick pic that was <laughs> sent to her, she asked me before she sent it. I said, do you want to see the dick pic? And you said, I would like to. Yes. You have to ask. And like, I will say like on Instagram, people will see DMs like um, who respond to my dick pic story. Instagram, um, they they filter them. So people will either say like, hey, can I like, I think I got this similar dick pic or like something like, can I send this to to you? Or it's already automatically censored in there. And then you give a warning of hot, like mm-hmm. open at your own if you want. But at the same time, it shouldn't be that. You got to. Yeah, you f- always have to ask, no matter what. Even if it's girl to girl, you still need to ask. Yeah, even if we're both going to be shitting on the... Like, yeah. Not literally shitting on it, but we're both going to be like, fuck this dick pic. Yeah. You got to... So I, I don't want to... I don't care if it's attached to you or not attached to you. Like, we, you need some consent. Some consent. Mm-hmm. Ugh, gross. Yeah. That is the only other time I've gotten a dick pic besides the time that it happened before was in my email. Yeah, the one with the, with the with the gingham the, button down mm-hmm. shirt. You said it was very artful. It was. He made a little tent with his shirt right around and framed his <laughs> penis perfectly. It was weird. Uh, well, should we uh, get on to the next call? Hi, Megan and Melissa. I need to know if I'm the asshole. I was on vacation with my best friends who are married in Orlando. On the day we left Orlando, as I'm in the middle of trying to load the car so that we could head to my vacation house in Pensacola, my friend's wife walked off from the car and told me to watch the child. He began screaming. It was important to note she did not ask me to watch him. She just told me to. And these kids always start screaming the moment she walks off. It is also important to note that these kids do not even listen to their parents. 
though I waited with the screaming kid trying to keep him calm until she came back, at which point I asked her, why the fuck would you leave me with him? He's your kid. I apologized for this, however, later on, and she threw a fit saying she didn't want to hear it. Upon arriving to Pensacola, she acted like a total bitch about being there and was rude the entire day, including screaming about not wanting to be there. We stayed one night, and she convinced her husband it was time to leave. The trip was supposed to last another six days, and I am unhappy about how she acted, both her ending the trip early and her screaming. So I blocked her on Facebook. Her and her husband and I are still talking, and he is trying to mend things. However, she is mad that I blocked her, and she feels blameless. I feel I may have been more guilty that morning as I should not have kissed at her. However, I feel that line was crossed when she was rude to me in my own home for an entire day and ended the trip early because she was having a temper tantrum. I'd appreciate your guys' thoughts on this. Thank you. Goodbye. I mean, neither of us have kids, so I yeah. think this is like a weird, like... Yeah. I don't... I, I, I mean, but I do have nieces and nephews. But, yeah. like, you don't... You, why, where did she go was my question. Yeah. And how, like... And it was both of them. It was her and her husband, husband. right? Like, where did they go? And it doesn't sound like you have kids yeah and also like the not asking like as somebody who not only babysits but like hey can you watch him for like my nephew like mm-hmm. for like i'm gonna be I'm grabbing him from the car or whatever like that we're family and they still like ask yeah so i just i mean i would have been annoyed if i were you too and i probably would have like i don't know i think it's also like she put you in a hard position because if you don't have kids or you're not like well like you're not i don't know you're not like close with her kids or whatever that if you they're screaming and fighting like it puts a lot on you to be like what do what do i what am i supposed to do and like it's hard am i making this worse how old are the kids like whatever all of that kind of stuff how many were there at least two yeah because i would yeah i would have been annoyed and i think snapping like i think it's understandable yeah and especially I, if they're screaming yeah it's just you're not attention. the asshole no you're not the asshole i am just like so confused why that was her reaction do you know what i mean yeah it's like you she didn't hire you for your babysitter you were going you guys were going to your vacation mm-hmm. house i mean it just I sounds like it. she was embarrassed and like decided to be pissed instead of embarrassed i you're. I would be pissed. I would be so pissed. Yeah. They, they ruined. Like, did you have to drive then drive back with them, <gasps> oh or did you God. get to stay at your vacation house? And they went. And back. They went. However, they went. Yeah, that's so weird to me. I don't. I mean, I think that like you've said that the her husband is your friend, specifically of that, and like he's trying to mend it. I mean, I think that like. If she wants to, like, swallow her pride and, like, be okay eventually, like, fine. It doesn't sound like you're holding a massive grudge towards her. It sounds like, yeah, she just was, like, ruined your beach vacation, was, like, shitty when you were there. And so you're like, fuck you. I don't want to see you on Facebook anymore. But, I mean, I think, like, if I were you, I don't think you're the asshole at all. But if I were you, I would, like, ask your friend, like, what's, you want to maintain the relationship with him what like what should i yeah are we good right is there anything else i need to do or like we okay from like where this goes forward weird so weird we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there I'll, and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my 
beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's 
quoted from Town and Country saying, it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you. And listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said, part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. All right, well, we're back. <laughs> so sorry, we got a little distracted by my new crush. Yeah, and then it, as it does, it, leaps us into other things that we then have to look up and then suddenly we're looking up joe biden's behind not his ass <laughs> we're looking at the back of joe biden's head yes all right next call hi so i've been listening i've been listening to your podcast for i think since the beginning and i'm just now calling for the first time so i'm a little nervous um, to start, I'm 24. I'm a Virgo, so I have notes, but I also have ADHD, so buckle up. Um, a little bit of background. I just got out of a three-year-long abusive relationship at the beginning of December. Um, so since then, I've gotten vaccinated and have been a little bit of a hoe. Um, we love that for me. <clears throat> um, also, another... I guess detail. Um, I used to work at a law office when I was in college, and that kind of comes into play in the story. Um, basically, like a month and a half ago, I got a DUS. Um, I'd never been in trouble before, so I called said law office. Um, they ended up getting the case dismissed and doing it pro bono for me. Um, that was awesome. And then fast forward to like last Friday, I was out at the bar with my friends ended up uh, seeing a guy like across the way that I thought was super hot, ended up going up and talking to him. <clears throat> uh, we talked for like, I think like three hours, like literally until bar closed. In said conversation, I ended up finding out that he is actually <laughs> my lawyer's ex-husband. Um, they have a kid together. They're still in contact. They've been divorced for like six years um, because she actually had an affair with another attorney that I worked for um, at said law office. Um, basically, uh, the night ends, I end up hooking up with this guy. And now that I'm sober, I'm kind of freaking out. Um, I really don't want her to find out being that she just did me a huge favor. Um, also, she knows my dad. So uh, if she were to find out, um, that would probably get back to my parents. Um, the guy was 42 and I'm 24. I really don't know what to do. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a little bit stressed. Thanks. What does DUS stand for? Oh, yeah. I was going to... Will you look that up? Driving under suspension. So your license has already been suspended? For what? And you were driving. Why would you get a license suspended? Because it could have been like you got a ticket and you didn't okay. show up for court. It could be a... You, she could have been driving drunk and then take got her license taken away and she was driving. Do I mean, in some states, you just go straight to jail at that yeah. point. I guess what I'm wondering is, like, how... What... Were they involved the first time that, like, for mm, the reason revoked. why the license was revoked or suspended? I would... I don't know, but... She also intentionally didn't include the story of it. Because, yeah. like, I... Because I'm like, if you... If she was driving before and was maybe under the influence before and got yeah. her license taken away and now she oh, she's sober and now she is drinking and then hooking up with this guy and then she gets sober and realizes that she made a mistake i don't i'm just i don't know if based on the information maybe you have a yeah. substance problem yeah well cuz i'm going to say that the decision to hook up with a 42-year-old man when you are 24, not only is it just a 40-year-old man, it's someone who is, like, not only from, like, your, like, a part of your old workplace, but, like, the people who have just bailed you out of a really shitty situation. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is, like, um, intentionally bringing chaos into your life it is it's fully self-sabotage not but like your direct lawyer (laughs) because she said her lawyer who also knows your dad and then he tried to sympathize with you by telling you that she slept with somebody else i don't buy it even if it happened he didn't have to share it well that he said it to be a predator against you well he said it to get you yeah he said it to make it more okay like make it to to sell him mm-hmm. to be like oh you should date me it's like the same thing when people who are like in relationships like oh but like we're gonna break up or like my girlfriend's so mean to me or like my boyfriend's so like blah 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 like they create this window to make you feel morally like oh this is this is okay mm-hmm. but all of these things added up to me i'm like this is like a self-inventory time i don't know if you're in therapy but i would definitely go to therapy i mean i don't know is this law stuff like is this done like do you still have work to be done they have they have they finished completed doing all of this do you mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. because my question would then be <laughs> i think they're probably not done because she said my lawyer like as if this is something that's yeah. revolving I don't know, because I think that, like, you... It's really 50-50 chance. Like, if this guy is, like, a piece of shit or not even necessarily a piece of... Like, he's just, like, vindictive, which it kind of sounds like he is for saying that stuff about his ex-wife. Um, it sounds... There's a high likelihood that he will tell her. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide, would it be better coming from you or him? And you also don't have to say anything and then you can hope that he doesn't say something. But like you do run the risk of this blowing up in your face and like 
you did know that going into it. And that's why I think that like, this is, yeah, like I said, like a self-inventory therapy kind of time, because you saw this chaos, it was explained to you and you, like you walked headfirst into it. Yeah. I would, I think I would ignore it unless it came up. Yeah. I mean, I think without a doubt, if like the case is done, you're not working with them Mm -hmm. anymore. I would without a doubt, ignore it, ignore him. Yeah. You've got to get a new lawyer. I think even if the case isn't done. Yeah. Maybe because now there's like conflict in there. I don't know what, if that's a problem, but. Yeah, this is. Because if she's still, if she's still your lawyer and she finds out that this happens, is she still, I don't know what the type of person that she is. But is she still going to be the best person to do the work for you? Mm-hmm. Because maybe she's vindic- vindictive. I don't mean, I, I, she, I don't know. There's a lot of shady lawyers out there. So oh, yeah. I don't know. It's odd. And I will also say, like, not to be on, not to, I don't want to, like, sound like I'm downplaying, like, your worry with this. But, like, I'm so confused why at any point your dad would find out. Because he's friends with the And lawyer. that guy would tell him? No, he's friends with the lady lawyer. So, like, what if if something happens and then yeah. she's like, your daughter slept with my ex-husband? I, that would, that's insane. To, I would also, like, if your dad brought that up to you, I would be like, this is def- 100% therapy time. Because, like, that is, like... I mean, if your dad, her dad might bring it up because he's concerned for her. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if if it gets to the point where, like, People are, it is getting back to your, I would just assume, hopefully, that the adults, not that you're not an adult, but the 40-year-old adults in the situation, if it ever got back to your, like, it's not going to be, I don't think of it as like a gossipy thing. Like, I can't imagine like a friend gossiping to another, maybe, but like, fuck. I think she would say it out of concern. Yeah. Because if she's already helped you with the DUS, it would be like out of, and she probably like, I'm guessing since her dad knows the lawyer, she probably like helped her dad probably helped her get the job at Mm -hmm. the place. Oh, yeah. Well, because then my whole thing that boils down to is your fear of your dad finding out. I you're right. I don't think the I don't think it would be gossip. I think your dad would find out because he'd be concerned. Like why? If you were standing by your decisions and knowing that you were making like good choices, like you would not. You know what I mean? Like, even mm-hmm. if you make something that, like, your parents don't agree with or whatever, but you're like, my choice, like, my whole thing, or whatever, it sounds like you are, are you worried because you think he will be concerned and, like, something is up or whatever? Yeah. I'm concerned for her. Me too. This is... I think you can have a whole phase, but you should be doing it with a sound mind. Well... Ho and ho safely. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't... This is not hoeing safely. Not even just, like, physical safety, but, like, for your mental health mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Like, you are picking and choosing, A, 42-year-old men should never be sleeping with 24-year-olds. That's not on you at all. But the thing that may, that is concerning to me is that these personal connections there and you knew that they were there and they pose a massive risk Mm -hmm. so this is yeah this is this is not how like a hoe phase goes and you said you like pretty recently december ended the three-year abusive relationship and 
I don't know if you're in therapy, but if this has been sometimes people who like go through like really rough stuff, like, I mean, I even find that with like things that feel quote unquote more mundane. I'm like, I don't, my therapist, like whatever, but we talk about more. If you're not talking to your therapist about this, if you do have a therapist, like you really should, because this is not, this is not something you should be taking lightly at all. Because I think that there, you're okaying the whole phase by also drinking on top of it. Mm -hmm. Which if you're, like she said, you need to host safely and you should be more of a sound mind while doing this. And you, I don't think that you should, like a little alcohol is okay, but if you're drunk enough where you're making a decision that you wouldn't have made sober, then you need to reevaluate how you are going through your whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that therapy, if you're not already in therapy, talking about this three-year-long abusive relationship you're in, and then other ways that you've been coping since then, mm -hmm. then these are discussions that you should be having with your therapist. Yeah, because it is not any time that there's like a massive, like, I mean, this is the power dynamic. This man should have never slept with you and it's not on it's not on you in that sense but like there is some responsibility you, there is some again like the self-inventory that it's like you know not to make light of it but like you know in those movies where it's like record scratch how did i end up here mm -hmm. and it's like in these situations where um your decision making is impaired and that can be like alcohol it can be trauma it can just be like a bunch of other things that are like playing a part in all of that and it can just lead to some like this specifically is like a really intentionally risky situation especially with your future and like mm -hmm. what this could be and subconsciously i think that you wanted that and maybe subconsciously like you're not doing well and your parents think that you're doing fine like maybe subconsciously you are trying to create some chaos in your life because you don't feel comfortable opening up to people that you're not doing super great and you need, I don't, I hate to use the term like a cry for help or whatever, because that sounds really thought out and intentional, but, um, it could be an unintentional cry for help. Yeah. Like something in, in the sense that like you, you are not doing great and you don't know how you don't know that. And so you're making these decisions that will inevitably cause all of this risk and harm mm -hmm. which also is again the cycle of trauma of like putting yourself in things that will inevitably blow up in your face because it's like what you think you deserve or like what you're used to, all of that kind of stuff but this is like and especially like i cannot stress this enough if the reason why your license was suspended was anything related to uh alcohol or drugs or substance abuse or anything like that you said you were at a bar with a friend tell a friend if you're not comfortable attending like a, a meeting or having like, like talk to your friends and have them be aware of that kind of thing. And even if it's just like mental health wise, if you're going through something like make sure that you tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Someone that you trust that's going, because it could be a friend that also makes bad decisions. Yeah. Where was your friend? Probably making another, hooking up with his friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm all for a hoe phase. And I will reiterate till the end of time. Um, do not sleep with men twice your age for free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially if they're connected people that are helping you get out of a law. 
And even then, I wouldn't, don't even do it for money. Yeah. Because that seems illegal. Well, I hope that you are not angry with us for the tough love. Yeah. I'm just concerned. Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, I'm calling in because I am currently in a relationship with a guy who is a very... I guess I'm just going to say moody guy. Um, I love him a lot, but I'm a very, like, anxious person, and I'm the kind of person who, if anyone's in a bad mood, I want to try to fix it. And as much fun as I have with this guy, most of the time, um, when he is in a bad mood, I find myself constantly trying to fix it to the point where I am just not being kind to myself about it. Um, and my advice, the advice I need is, um, is this some a relationship that I should just end? Or is this a relationship that I should continue to pursue while working on my own issues with taking um, his mood swings personally and, I guess, internalizing them to make them about me when it's really nothing to do with me um, a lot of the time. So I don't know. I just need some advice. I'm not sure what to do. I have friends telling me I need to break up with him. They think he's a jerk, but I don't think he's a jerk. I think he's just moody. I don't know. I don't know if this is normal or not. Anyway, um, I would just love some advice on that thank you all so much in advance bye until you said your friends think he's a jerk mm-hmm. <laughs> i i think two things can be happening at the same time he can be moody and he can also be a jerk and just because you're working on your own issues doesn't mean that you need to work on his issues too yeah so Mots is a fixer like the definition of a fixer and this is something that like we have we work on all the time in therapy and this is something that we've gotten a lot um better with that like he is someone not in the sense that like takes on i mean we both are like we both are very i take on other people's moods and i will feel like really want to like cheer them up or whatever but he's specifically like we've talked this before like he's a game plan fix this how Mm -hmm. can we do this and that and the beginning of this call made me kind of think that that's what this was going to be and i was like well from his side as someone like when i'm in like a bad mood or i'm feeling shitty like having someone try and fix it isn't helpful to me and can be really frustrating and then i can get irritable with that person but like there is communication there and like mots knows that this is not what i is helpful for me but now that you've said that your friends think he's a jerk and now think now knowing that your specific word choice with moody Makes me think he's an asshole. Yeah, it makes me think he's an asshole. And I also think that you think because you're in therapy and you're working on yourself that you deserve to be with somebody that isn't great, you know? That gets practiced. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Perfect time to practice. And also, like, I'm not great, so he doesn't have to be great. Mm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is... Is this relationship serving you? Do you enjoy being in the re- the relationship? And once you're you've worked through your own issues, do you think you're still going to want to be with him? 
And is he actively working on himself? Yeah, because like, yeah, I guess I think the word choice of moody now that you can be in a bad, I wouldn't call someone who's in a bad mood, a moody person. I Mm -hmm. also wouldn't call someone who's like depressed moody. Yeah, moody is, is a temporary state. And moody is like, it's like what, uh, like a fucking like disgruntled boomer describes their teenager as yeah, as a personal a attack. Team. Yes, like moody, moody feels. Not that I'm saying that like you're doing anything wrong at all, but like this might be fucking with your head because like moody does feel personal. Mm-hmm. Like moody is kind of like it's like it's like the the like the um more lethargic version of like snappy. Like yeah, it's it does feel like a response and. I wonder if you feel like this is something like you said that you I mean you've been working on but this is like a like a problem that you've had and that you're interpreting this as oh this is this is a great practice for me and this is something that I really need to work through and this actually isn't that and he is just a jerk but mm-hmm. you're seeing it because you're working on yourself through that like lens so yeah, I think also just because you didn't give us like any details of like the communication you've had with him about this and like conversations makes me think that he is a if your friend jerk. if all your friends see it. It's for me, it's like I'm working on myself, so it's okay for him to be like that. Yeah. And unless there's like some serious communication between you and him that you haven't like disclosed in the call, I feel like you would have disclosed it if it like was there. But if it's like a sulking, I'm moody, I'm doing my own thing. Like, I don't want to talk about it. There's no like boundaries of like, hey, I'm feeling depressed. And like, this is like what like I need some space and like, blah, blah, blah. If you are able, to, if you are still getting in your head and being really anxious about like, oh, is this my fault? Blah, blah, blah. It sounds like you're having this entire dialogue with yourself and not him. Mm-hmm. And if he can visibly see that you are like getting anxious or upset or something like that, and he's just like, okay, cool. I just don't think he cares. Yeah. Yeah. Does he support you? Not, I'm not talking about like financially. I'm just talking about support you as a partner. Okay. Now it is time for don't blame them. This is where a listener will call in and give their own advice on, um, a call that we have previously had on an episode. So maybe they have personal experience. Maybe they heard something or thought of something that we didn't. Or maybe they, like us, love the sound of their own voice and their own opinions. No shame. No shame at all. This person gives all the details in their call. Um, Then, so I'll just play it. Hi, I'm calling in with a don't blame them. This is for season eight, episode four. This is the girl who found out her friend lied about getting COVID tested. So I'm going to say this first off. I am also non-confrontational unless I need to be. And I am the friend that, like, people send me things to make sure they're not being a bitch. So when I say this girl is not your friend, she's not your fucking friend. This girl put your health, her health, and the health of all of your other friends in jeopardy. She does not respect you. She does not respect your friends. She does not respect your friendship. If you need to keep this friendship for whatever reason, you still need to tell her that she fucked up and what she did is not acceptable. I don't care if it's a political issue. This is just basic human respect. 
if you need to get your other friends that went on the trip to support you, do that. But you need to fucking tell her and you need to like you need to make her understand that what she did put all of your health in like your lives in jeopardy just because she couldn't be bothered to go get a fucking test. It's it's bullshit. That's all I have to say on this. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. I love when non-confrontational people like have their thing or the have like the their um their threshold mm-hmm. and then they snap. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. I do too. I think she was spot on with everything she said. Mm-hmm. And that actually brings me to a review that someone left for us. Toxic. This is in direct response to this call. I Toxic- hate everybody with that name. <laughs> I mean, this is public, so you can say it. So we had, I usually do not like to read negative reviews, but I think this is called for just because you don't owe being nice to anyone when they're putting your health at risk. You don't owe nice to anyone, point blank. Yeah, point blank, but especially at their point. So someone left a, and I think this is something that we can all like learn Mm -hmm. from. They left a review. Do you think this is from Yeah, because we said that I said, I don't know how to be nice. Yeah, so you think this is, this one is Mm -hmm. in response to this call. Okay. So they're saying taking pride in being mean. This was, I said that in when we did the call. So this toxic advice, I used to be a huge fan of this podcast, but the advice has really taken a turn from what it was. It encourages toxic behavior and vilifies the person. The caller's story question is centered around sad to hear the host taking pride in being mean and bullying others. So when the call came through, I had said, because the original caller said, um, I want to still be nice when I confront her. And yeah. I had said, we're not the nice people yeah. to be calling. I usually have one of my sisters read like emails when I'm supposed to be nice to someone. <laughs> so I feel like this is a direct. This is, yeah. No, you're right. <sighs> you don't, you never owe being this. We didn't give toxic advice. The, the girl literally put mm-hmm. everyone's health in. And also jeopardy. that's not even the caller. No. Like why? And that's the always thing I'm like, okay, you heard yourself in the caller's friend and you are upset about that because you don't want when you inevitably have or will do that to somebody else. You don't you want to be met with sunshine and rainbows Mm -hmm. like you don't want that. Yeah, I'm dying. Encourages toxic behavior. This is not call her daddy. No. And we're not. if, If someone is putting your health at risk. You don't owe them anything. You call the, and it's not even about calling someone out. It's about calling them in. Yeah. You call someone in when they're in the wrong and you're telling them this was wrong. You shouldn't have done this, period. I hate when people police reactions because mm-hmm. I'm like, if you wanted to ensure that there was going to be like, if you want to be able to control the reaction and make sure there's all pleasantries and all of that stuff, then you shouldn't have done that like i'm allowed to react however i choose to this thing that you have done or said or whatever and being like aghast or like oh my gosh too far with the reaction you can't control my reaction but you can control the shit that you do yeah point blank yeah and i mean for the taking pride in being mean and bullying i always get people that's why i had to put it in my twitter bio where Mm -hmm. i said will bully you there are there are 
bullying exists without a doubt as somebody who who got bullied and like dropped out of call, all of that kind of stuff. There is, it reminds me a lot of the cancel culture uh, argument or whatever of like bullying, again, in response to other people's actions and the shit that they've done, that it suddenly becomes a personal attack as if what they did was not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. And that shit always pisses me off. Because I'm like, yeah, if you're bullying, like, yeah, kicking a kid while they're down, doing anything like that. But, like, how you respond and react to someone who's done something problematic or dangerous or fucking hurtful or anything like that, that is, that is by design not bullying. Yep. Yep. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. (laughs) That's the other thing that I'm like. I just think that a lot of people think that you, especially women, think that you have to be nice to get your point across and you need to be respectful for people even though they disrespected you no i'm like you it's disrespecting yourself if you go there and you take a different attitude than they have you know it it's just it's such a it's so fucked because like it is that person deserves to treat i deserve to be treated like that by this this person the person who is like saying some nasty shit or doing some stupid shit getting offended when someone reacts away it's like i can treat you like that but you can't treat mm-hmm. me like that and i'm like mm, you created the energy dish right. it right back right absolutely right back and again yeah i just ugh, i hate this whole like i don't know crying bullying and um like all of this kind of shit because like it's if someone does something fucked up and they and you tell them, like, tell me what the right way to say it is without backtracking. Like, what do you think it should be? Yeah. Or being like, well, don't stoop. I also hate that. Don't stoop to that person's level. And I'm like, if you're going to be an asshole to me, I don't have to be an asshole to you. If that's not something that serves you or not what makes you feel right in the situation or is not how you would want to react. But like, don't censor or like water down your reaction to be more tolerable to them. I'm not Michelle Obama. <laughs> if they go low... I'm going to the fucking gutter. Have you seen that TikTok? Mm-mm. There's like one guy who said that he was like, I'm so sorry, Michelle Obama. But when they go low, I do not go high. Yes. I go low. I go six feet under. I go. It was like all of that. I was like, that is me. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's you want, my prerogative. If you want to hear Michelle Obama, go listen to her podcast. With fully. Which I love her and I listen to her too. But like. The world needs everyone. Who, yeah. That's not who I am. And also we're like not mean i mean if you ask people who i've been mean to (laughs) i'm gonna be mean to somebody because they were mean to me yeah i'm not just gonna go out of my way to be mean to someone no unless i was in middle school and that's because i was a cunt Mm. but like you've grown up i oh thank god thankfully a lot of therapy but yeah like this yeah it just i mean this get don't even get me started this gets me on the whole gooby humor Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a live show here in a few minutes. Oh, great. Okay. Um, well, speaking of, uh, if you want to join our Patreon, please do. We are literally going to hop on our Zoom that we have twice a month, $5 tier, also $1 video. You can pay and see what our, what the thing we hinted at the beginning uh, with your eyeballs. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. All the same rules, regulations, and requests apply. Practice, keep it under three minutes, 18 or over, have your parents' permission, and let us know your pronouns. Leave us a review. Anything else? Have you got an update? Shoot us an email. Yeah, that's it. You want to promote anything? 
do I want to promote anything? Um, I've got a book, my presets for your hot summer photos, and my YouTube channel and my TikTok. Or my Twitter or my Insta, whatever you want. Yeah. Just follow me. What about you? Um, go check out the salon with Lala Milan podcast that I produce. We've been on hiatus. We just came back from this the previous week, but the episode that's out today. I was gonna ask. <sighs> super juicy. Josiah. Super juicy. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm I can't wait to listen yeah. to it. Um that is it and we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.